This is the small business podcast that is sweeter than all the rest. Marketing, media, and cupcakes. Welcome to episode 16 of Marketing, Media, and Cupcakes. I'm wow. S- yeah, 16, sweet 16. Woohoo! Where's feel, my cake? I feel so young. Uh, this is John Ondo, and my along with me, my beautiful wife, Angel, as always. Hi there. So on today's show, um, Angel wants to ask me some questions about radio and television advertising. You you remember radio and television, don't you? I do. And I want to talk a little bit about that in today's show and hopefully give you some tips. And 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 I don't believe it's dead. So so let's talk about that here in a few minutes. But so, first, but since we're talking about marketing today, let's talk about the new iPhone. Yes, there is a new iPhone. I think I saw something about I that somewhere. I think you did, and their their marketing is bananas for a company of that size. So well, they they have to make a splash, and they they've got competition. I I have had times. I will confess that I have thought I maybe I should try playing with a, a Google phone. Don't do it. I can't do it. Uh, I'm an Apple guy. I have been for 20 years. I love Apple. I don't drink the Kool Aid. There's some things with Apple that drive me nuts. Some things they've done of recent, but overall. Uh, my life, everything in this house runs on Apple. We have almost, I think, every single Apple product between phones, iMac Pros, iMacs, and laptops and phones and Apple TVs. And, and Apple iHome. And they and Apple iHome, which is probably the most useless of the devices, but... <laughs> it sounds great. It sounds great. And occasionally when you're walking through, it'll say, uh-huh, or for, for no reason. Yeah, sure. Or I can't find that right now. <laughs> I wasn't even talking to you. But I love thank it. You, but thank you for listening. At least somebody's listening to me in my house. The I currently have an iPhone 8 Plus, which is past two years. It's paid for finally. Woohoo! Just paid for last month. Yeah, and so normally it is not uncommon for me to jump on the bandwagon for the <laughs> new Apple phone. My big review on the iPhone 11, and I did play with one at the Apple Store yesterday, and it, the camera is impressive. The wide angle is cool, but... Most of the photos I do as a professional photographer is with my Canon 6D and with my Canon C100 professional cameras. I don't need professional stuff on my phone. If I know I'm going somewhere where I need professional photos, I'm taking my camera with me. So So, it doesn't do anything for me. So do you think there will be one day where they don't even call it an iPhone anymore and they call it an iCamera and it just happens to be an uh, app? On that device, what is the phone app? But it's just called an iCamera now because it, it is obvi- that seems to yeah. be the only thing that's important. That we we all know, and of course we are. If you haven't figured out, we're older than our kids, just a bit, <laughs> just typical. But I mean, obviously, most people use their phone probably for camera more than anything else. I mm-hmm. think, and Snapchat and texting and that kind of stuff. Well, that's which, one of my favorite comedian things where he said, you know, he goes the the, the phone least, app, the on, least loom used app, app is on, the phone, the phone app on my phone. Don't you dare call me on my phone. Text me first to find out if I'm able to answer the phone. Their emphasis on the camera is obvious, and this is my mindset on the Apple side of the coin. The better we make the cameras, the more pictures you take. The more pictures you take, the more cloud storage you need. The more storage you need, the more money they can charge you. They can charge you because you can't put it on your phone, and and you have to have better cameras. And most people aren't like me. So as a professional photographer who does this for a living, I do use my phone a lot, but it's not like I... This is my line. I'm not upgrading my iPhone 8 Plus to the up to the 11. If my phone cracked or something, I have no problem buying another one. But I don't see the 11. And here's the big reason why, and, and I think a lot of people will identify with this. I need 5G. I'm waiting for 5G. They didn't okay. come out with 5G probably a little too early, but next year they will do 5G or they're dead, and they uh, they should. Mm-hmm. So I'm waiting for the iPhone 12 Pro R X LLB. <laughs> Whatever. U-T-Y. With 5G. And so, then because, 
because 5G, and if you don't understand 5G, most phones are on LTE or 4G. And my understanding, 5G is probably as fast as you get at your home. And we have, in, in our, we have a home office. We're um, 100, 100 megabytes down and 20 up. And for me, when I'm uploading television shows that are 30 minutes long, it actually takes less than 30 minutes. It used, compared to the day when it took me half a day to upload a 30-second spot, across the network. So. so for those of you who don't know what that up and down means, it means really, really, really fast. Fast data. So <laughs> That's so, what it means. And when you're in, and let's face it, I'm on my laptop. I connect on my phone when I'm at a client's, you know, having a meeting at a ball game and I'm doing work or whatever. So 5G is important. So my Apple review is, you know, I have no problem with the new iPhone. I think the new camera is cool. And if you are somebody who loves using your iPhone and your mobile phone for a camera, great. This this is a good deal and you'll like it. Um, I'm seeing some of my friends doing some really cool photos with it. But for me, it was not worth jumping on board because I, I want 5G. Um, I'm not thrilled with Apple's marketing is still very much for, I believe, the 30 and younger audience. So it's games, it's watching video. And for me, office productivity or a second phone line on my phone, or, you know, let's face it, give me an iPhone. This, again, Apple people, I hope you're listening. Give me an iPhone I can plug into a, to a, a dock that I can make it into a laptop, essentially. You know, it's not that hard. They're pretty much, the technology is there that the, these phones are as, as powerful as a, as a lightweight laptop. So if I had, you know, if I plugged my phone into a docking station that could plug into a nice wide mo wide monitor and turn it into a desktop so I can type and do productivity work on the road and then pop it off and it's a cell phone. To me, that would be what, as a professional adult, <laughs> I need. I don't need gaming. I don't. I just need battery life. And I need to use, I would love to be able to use my phone more for regular things. I, I can't, as you know, I can't type on things. And, and I'm, I will not, because it's a family program, talk about my relationship with Siri. <laughs> it's a very tumultuous relationship, that is for sure. We're talking about um, basically radio advertising and TV advertising. So things that John gets heavily involved in with his business. And since we're talking about the iPhone and how saturated they are when it comes right. to advertising, because they're a huge business, they've got billions of dollars. Facebook, to Instagram, Snapchat. Tell everybody yeah, everywhere about Twitter. what's coming. They build anticipation with their advertising about what's coming. So how can you do that same thing with a small business, John? What is it you can do with your with what you offer to clients if they are a small business when it comes to, you know, is radio even a thing that's really viable anymore? Sure. Is TV still something, um, even if it's on a local station? Yeah. Because you know, I know it's not cheap. I'm assuming it's not cheap. It's, so. it's not. Well, as we said so often, and we, I'll refer you back to previous episodes if you're a new listener, and thanks for listening. Um, <laughs> nice plug. It's always, it's always important to know your product, know your vision, and know your audience. Okay. So we did talk about that. So let's talk about, let's use you for an example. You're Angel's Custom Cupcakes. We are located in Columbus, Ohio. And you you do not ship cupcakes anywhere else at this point, and I nope. don't I don't see that as something we do, and there's nothing wrong with that. Now maybe if uh, if we were a cupcake business that was national, that changes the marketing completely. Sure. So the question is, well, is it smart for us to advertise on ESPN? Probably not. <laughs> no, I don't. ESPN's so. demographics are typically male. I don't know. I think you have in the history of Angels Custom Cupcake one man 
ever contact you for a cupcake. It's always been women. Correct. So, you know, and then sadly, he still screwed it up. No offense, <laughs> men. And somebody else had to call me. So yeah. it was kind of funny. Give me a cupcake. <laughs> so when you talk about um, what you should do with advertising, you have to know the audience. Television and radio still does what it does best. It gives you, and we refer to it as broadcasting. It, it, it's, it's from point to mass. You don't want to go out and paint your house with a um, uh, a little painter's paintbrush, you know, mm-hmm. it will take you 10 years. Yes. Um, but you do want to do, if you're doing paint by numbers, you need that little paintbrush because if you use a roller, <laughs> it's not going to work. It's going to work. I gotcha. So it's okay. it, it's a little bit of the same principle with, broadca- with all your marketing. Mm-hmm. So if you are someone that you have, um, let's just say you have a, a, a regional food product or maybe it's a restaurant, it might be a good example, um, that you're trying to promote, you have locations in, you know, we, uh, locations in three different cities in a state. Well, um, you can do, you can certainly do Facebook marketing to that. Mm-hmm. But if you're a sports bar, you might do better getting an ad on, on local cable or local broadcast if it's, you know, some other local sports thing. Oh, sure. Like, come on out and watch the game. Right. Or, you know, so bu- it's, buckets of beer for 10 bucks or whatever. It, it's knowing your audience. So who would someone contact? I mean, like, so, for example, we have a lovely, you know, we have our um, 610 WTVN right. here in Columbus. I used to I, work there, yes. Um, that I enjoy listening to. Who do I call? How do I how do I set that up? Bef- what do you do? Before or, I answer that, let, okay. me, let me tell you why you just said why radio and television is still a major factor because you just said it, it you in if you have a good radio station and it's not like a satellite fed radio station with no local programming but typically most people and granted it is a little bit more of an adult audience now because teenagers aren't listening to radio like we used to nope. but we typically have relationships with the radio stations the morning drive host the afternoon drive host yep. so that and so when that local business mm-hmm. uh, pops in during that broadcast you enjoy, there is a relationship that's there mm-hmm. that you do not get on Facebook. You Ooh. do not get on Instagram. You just see an ad like it is in the paper. Yep. Um, but when you have a local radio guy or it's your local news guy in the middle of your news podcast or your newscast rather Mm -hmm. comes on and it's like here's this basement repair place or here's this roofer Mm -hmm. well they're on my local station and i'm going to support them because i know they're local and they're legit where we all know we don't know what on social media is exactly legit yeah so what i always counsel and i i recently had this uh there are people who are uh ad agencies um, that specifically, for lack of better terms, they, they are like wholesalers of ad time. And th- you can contact them. They're, they're not that hard to find. The radio and TV stations will have their own salespeople. They're good. They're qualified. They can tell you, and they may have some other deals. But what the ad agencies can do, and they do cost more, but they, they cost more because they save you money theoretically in the long run. You know, you may go up to an ad agency and say, here's my product. They're going to learn what your product is, and they're going to say, you know what? I can get you in at 6 a.m. for a morning newscast because the demographics, and they, they have all the research. Sure. Um, whereas, unfortunately, salespeople, I'm just going to be honest, um, they, they want to get you in wherever they can get you in because it's, it's a sale. they want to sell. Here's yep. some things I'm going to throw out at you. Um, so find somebody who knows, who takes the time to get to know your business. If they're not asking the right question and you feel like you're being sold a car, then you've got the wrong people. Um, it is hard to find good salespeople who really take the time and say the magic words, 
this isn't going to work for you. Let me get you in something else. And yes, at times it does cost more to get the right thing. Return on investment, ROI, it's a big deal. Mm-hmm. How many, and, and this works for Facebook and Instagram, we always say to ourselves, what was my cost mm-hmm. of the like or the order? Yep. Um, so if you got 200 likes and you paid $200 for that ad, you spent a dollar a like, a like yep. which which isn't an order. Nope. So then you have to go back and say, from that, did I get any any orders from that? Yep. Well, well, I did. I got five. Now I'm having to do math. That's forty. That's forty bucks. You paid forty bucks for those four, or those five um, orders. Mm-hmm. Now, if those orders were ten thousand dollars, then you got great ROI. If your if your thing was two hundred and fifty dollars, that's great because they're going to come back, and you don't have to spend that money on that person again, in mm-hmm. theory. But so the question is, a lot of people ask me. Well, John, I, I have an opportunity to spend $5,000 on a TV uh, TV ad run, which maybe will get you a weekend on uh, on some newscasts. Or I could spend $5,000 which maybe get you a week on radio, depending on the station and the ratings, etc. So it, there's a lot of pieces, parts of that. But when it comes down to, let's face it, it comes down to money. So am I spending um, $20 to get a, a new like or a new viewer or somebody to see my product or am I spending five or am I spending 3000 One of the things you you should think about doing if you have a business of any size and you're thinking about, do I want to do broadcast, is uh, you need to get possibly an ad agency to consult you. Now, that will cost money. It's not cheap. But I've seen more than enough people make tragic mistakes making an ad buy by themselves. I'll give you a quick example. I have a dentist that was a client. He did not talk to me. He just he knew some people at the radio station, and he told me, hey, I got this great deal. And you know when people tell you that, it's not a good deal. Typically, no. He bought some radio ads on some uh, radio stations. I think he spent somewhere around five to ten grand. I don't quite remember. Mm-hmm. I don't think he got anything from it. He came to me and said, I don't understand why this didn't work. And it's like, you had the wrong time slots. You The spot you did wasn't wasn't effective. And I said, you know, if you'd given me $5,000, I could have probably handed out $100 bills to 50, 500. I can't do the math. <laughs> I, I, I could have handed out $100 bills to people on the street and say, please go to this dentist place. And they would have gone to it because it would have been more effective. Yep. So an ad agency will learn about your business. They do charge you. This is part of the service, but they're trying to save you money because they're going to call you up and say, we just found out that there's an availability and this is a good buy. Or there's what we call remnant time. Remnant time is where they haven't sold time. It's typically overnight. But sometimes you, if it's, again, the correct audience, if you're selling sleeping pills or counseling services, Overnight's a good time to, to run those ads. So they may say, hey, we've got some remnant time that we just found out about from two to four on this TV station. It's a really good rate, and they'll throw in this and that. So an ad agency monitors, monitors this. They also know the ratings. They know the demographics. Uh, and as we all know, when you're talking to you know a salesperson from a TV or radio station, it's not that, not that they're going to lie to you. They're going to try to put you because they want you to succeed. So if you can't afford that, then what would be the next... I guess, what would be your recommendation? So again, if we're talking about advertising... Listen to our, listen to our podcast. That'll be a great... But but seriously, you, it, it, it's, it, there are certain areas we do have to be careful of. And I know I, I hit this kind of hard sometimes, and I know you, people roll their eyes. But you have to have a media professional help you with your media, unless you have a media or marketing background. Yeah. And a lot of small business people think they do. Bless your heart. I, I know we all think we're really good at this. I know I am not good at accounting. I know I'm not good at certain things with my business. 
But media is very tricky, and you will lose your rear end if you you go in and you buy a ten thousand dollar ad package for a TV station, and that's that's a pretty. I mean, if you're saying how much does it get in, probably ten thousand for for broadcast TV, and if you go cable, it could be less than that. But then you, the next question is, what spot are you going to run? Remember this if you don't if you've never heard this before. When you try to reach everyone, you end up reaching no one. Yep. So if your spot is just generic, come to our store. It has great things. We have coats and hats and shoes. That's fabulous. It's going to run on all all the networks, but it's not specific versus get your back to school needs because it was targeted for moms or get your college thing or construction workers or whatever because sure. every cable channel is targeted to a specific demographic and every TV show is targeted. So my recommendation is boiling it down. First of all, TV and radio is not dead. It has an audience. It has a huge audience. And if you if you talk to anyone, at live television is still huge. Live PD is the biggest show on cable because it's unscripted. Sports, unscripted. You don't DVR that stuff, and you are forced to watch through the commercials. Please spend fifteen hundred to two thousand dollars on getting a commercial produced. Your commercial will will be beautiful, and you can also use it on social media. So don't um, don't fall into the trap where they throw together what we call a green screen spot, where you know it's Bud's ice cream on the corner of North and Main. Don't do that because you wasted all that airtime because you've got nothing to put on it. Remember what I've said so many times, content is king. So you bought great airtime, but you've got a lousy spot that doesn't connect, doesn't have the proper call to action. I love radio. I'm a big radio guy, and and I and one of the reasons I love podcasting is because it's it's kind of the newfangled radio. Um, but Radio is great, but you know your audience, yep. what time slot they're listening, and it's it's a, still a very effective way to get your your um, commercial out and again get it produced properly. TV, no different. There's a lot of uh, TV and cable. In fact, I recently had one of my commercials that uh, I produced for an attorney here in town. We did a set of five commercials. They bought it. They bought insertion time during the Ohio State football season. So when I'm wa- and I was at my son's baseball game, I'm watching <laughs> because I'm watching him and the game. Uh, in the middle of the commercial break, in rolls my spots. And I'm like, yay, looks at my spots. Now, they weren't running on broadcast, but for people like me who's watching on the Fox Sports app, I'm, I was seeing my t- – it was cool. I was watching TV commercials I made running on, on Ohio State games. So that's, that's cool. If somebody says to you, don't advertise on radio and television, nobody's watching anymore, they're lying to you. They are, they're, it's, it's just like Facebook and Instagram and Snap. They're different audiences, different targets, different ways you need to communicate to that. But television and radio is still very valid. And the reason it's very valid is because people are still spending millions of dollars on it every year because yep. it's effective. So again, look at your ROI. How much are you spending for a new customer? And if you're spending $10,000 on an ad and in three weeks you don't see any new people coming up or buying your products, then you... you you may or may not have thrown the money out the window. It could be the spot was bad. It could be the air times were bad. But that's what you've got to judge everything by. How much did I spend per person to get a to get a either a new customer or a new like or something? Uh, that's the you have to justify everything with money. If you do it through emotion and thinking, yeah, I have a TV ad, that's not going to pay the bills. What pays the bills is somebody calls you up. Hey, I saw your ad last night on the news. Tell me if you can come out and give me a free quote. And again, this is how you con- you construct a TV ad. Call us for a free quote today. I mean, we all hear those things, but that's the reason you you do that is I need to give them, call us today. We have a special going on right now. And if you don't call us in the next five minutes, the world will explode. 
So these are the things that we do in, in these spots because if we don't give you a reason to call now, no one's going to call. So at the end of the day, what you're saying, and all of the very good information that we've shared, is radio and TV are not dead. Radio and TV is very effective. And don't, however, just it's just like anything else you do Facebook, Instagram, they all have specific audiences, but you will pay more for radio and TV because you will be reaching more people. So I, my advice is make sure those people are the people you want to reach yep. because you, it's just like a billboard. 20,000 cars tra- travel past that billboard, but maybe only six of them want to buy your squirt gun that you're selling. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that's why, that's why you know putting a billboard up and they say, well, 200,000 people see it, but only five are the ones you're trying to reach. So that's when you start thinking, well, Facebook might be more effective or LinkedIn or TV, depending on what it is. Well, a squirt gun does great on Saturday morning cartoons. And like John said, got to know your audience, decide what you're willing to put into it. Knowing full well, you may get nothing out of it. Um, but if you do get something, understanding what, you know, how much did that cost you at the end of the day? Was it worth it? And it may not show itself at the beginning. It may take some time to well, show. But And let me also add this in, that you need to test. Um, if, if you buy, and I, and this, I would recommend this if you talk to it, an ad agency or somebody, a radio executive that's trying to sell you in those times, Ask them this, okay, I, you're trying to sell me the, the 3 to 6 p.m. I'm going to get three spots in 3 to 6 p.m. drive time on radio, okay? What I would suggest you do, and, and they'll, they'll typically be agreeable to this if you pay for the production, um, I would like to run different spots on each day. Um, I want to do, and you say, what do you mean? Uh, I, I, I want to I test a male voiceover talent on Monday. I want to do a female voiceover talent on Tuesday. I'm going to do a different script with a different call to action on Wednesday. Test your spots because you might say one day, and it, it, it still it, it takes some detective um, investigating to figure out what worked. But you you run the spot the same spot five days. You don't really know if it's a bad spot. You just shot yourself. If you test different spots with slightly different variations, you might say, "Boy, that Wednesday one really ran." Let's be honest. Our podcast. I look at the I look at the, the demographics on it every day. And I say, and we talk about it, this this podcast we did this week did a whole lot better than the one last week because I think the topic was was stronger. Mm-hmm. People listened, listened into it. And you've got to have that type of, um, if you can't do it, somebody needs to be looking at it. So when you buy the radio ad, test different spots. And typically they're going to let you do that because they know you're being smart about your advertising and you're testing different things to see what works. And you figure out, you know what? The Tuesday one ran better. It was a female voiceover, and it had a different call to action. Next time, I'm going to do that spot in two versions and see which one works. And you, and this is what all the big ad agencies do. They test all the time to see what works better. And you may find out this didn't work. But, you know, it's very easy. Don't If you sit back and you spent a lot of money on TV and radio and said, I didn't get anything out of it. Well, what was it? Was it the time slot? Was it the production of the spot? Was it you were buying it in the middle of summer when people don't watch TV as much? There's a lot of questions to ask. And again, you, and I always remind you, you're running a business. You have to make sure your widgets are getting created. So this, again, was where a media person, somebody who knows how to produce content like myself, somebody who knows about ad, ad buys, and a lot of times we know a little bit about both, Get, get us on the phone and try to let us help you with this because we want to save you money so you can make more money. I, I don't get any benefit from driving a, a business uh, underground because they, they bought the wrong things. 
So again, thanks for listening. So many new people tuning into our podcast. We're so thankful for you being with us. Please share it uh, yeah. with friends and family because I've I've uh, had a few people reach out and say, oh, I hope it was okay. I shared this. I was like, are you insane? Yes. Please share. Please share. Uh, we have uh, we are on Instagram uh, under Marketing Media Cupcakes. We're also on Facebook. Instagram's kind of our fun place. We try to share some photos and what's going on. Uh, but continue to listen. John at OndoMedia.com is my email address if you're interested and want to share some things. And until next time, keep living the dream. Connect with John and Angel via Facebook and Instagram and let us know your thoughts. Marketing Media and Cupcakes is a production of Ondo Media.